Thank you all who participated and made this a joyful experience. This is really a blessing for us to be here. I will not go. We were planning to come to the seminary and I did not want to come about 30 years ago. And we came. And it was some of the best decisions of my life, but with the consequences, some of the worst decisions of my life. When I say the worst decisions is because you have the highest blessings and joys, and you have also the worst moments and the biggest pains and scars. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my Father, the Father will give you. And this quinquennium, we live with a team. What is the team, team of this quinquennium for the Seventh-day Adventist Church? I will go. And uh, how that team came about is another story that perhaps one day I might be able to share with you. The team, I will go. But my sermon is, I will not go. I did not want to go on to a doctoral program when I did my master's program here at Andrews. And my wife said, you will do a doctoral program. And I said, I don't want. I want to go to the mission field. I want to be a missionary. This was something that I said to you before we got married. And you said that you would marry me. No, 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 we are here at Andrews. You will have to do a doctoral program. You just finished your master's. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great Nineveh of the city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. How did Jonah respond? How did he respond? How would you respond? So I enrolled in my doctoral degree, not wanting. It was basically because one Sabbath I went to the PMC and we worship all together and Pastor Dwight Nelson preached a beautiful sermon on family and he asked us to go down for those who wanted to pray. So we held hands, my wife on my side and somebody else on my left. And then I did not want to grab my wife's hand. Of course, I wanted to go to the mission field and I said, Lord, you take care of, my, of me, you take care of my wife, you take care of our lives and help us. And I forgot. I forgot that desire to go to the mission field totally. I enrolled in the program and was engaged. And at one evening, my wife received a call, somebody else, somebody that I had no idea, she did not know who she, he was. We want you to go to the land of Noah, Nachchivan. And she said, I will go. And I arrived home, I was in a doctoral class in the evening, and she said, sit, 
And I said, <laughs> we are going to the mission field. I said, where? I don't know. Who did call you? I don't know. She didn't know anything. You, you must call the general conference. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for the port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Sometimes we embarked, we embark in different mission trips. God, did he believe? Did he obey? Will you believe? Will you obey? Jana ran away. He, in summary, did the opposite of what God asked him. God asked him to go to Nineveh. He went in the opposite direction to Tarshish. God asked him to travel by land. He went by sea. And God sent him to a big city. He bought a ticket and went on a cruise. <laughs> he did not obey. Would you obey? My wife and I went. She was disobeying her own desire for me to do my doctoral degree. I was leaving my own doctoral program to go to the mission field. Was, were us going or were, were us not going? The path of disobedience leads further away and downwards and to the bottom. Look at this. And down to the bottom of the sea. That is the direction Jonah decides to take. Jonah clearly decides to disobey. But how do you think the others in the story of Jonah responded? How did they respond? How would you respond? We went. We went to a place called Nachchivan, the land of Noah. Nach, Nuh, Noah, land, van, place. Near the Mount Ararat, bordering Turkey, Iran, in Armenia. How do you think the others in the story of Jonah responded? Let's see briefly. The Lord sends a big wind, a great wind on the sea. So the wind obeys. The storm obeys God. The captain obeys God. The sailors obey God. The sea obeys God. The huge fish obeys God. I mean, what do you think? Does Jonah obey God? How would you respond? And from the bottom of the sea, from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the, God, to the Lord his God and says, salvation comes from the Lord. Salvation comes from the Lord.
I was working with my wife and a team of many people in Nachchivan. One day, one lady comes to me and she says, I want you to go to my village. So we got the trucks and uh, you know, many of these chains around the tires of the trucks to go to about 3,000 meters above sea level, which is about, what, 12,000 feet of a village of refugees to bring food for them. And I met this other lady. She had five girls, and she was a widow. Her, her husband had died on the war. And I asked her, how do you know or who brings the food to you? Where is the food? from where the food comes from. And then she says, wow, I know, it's uh, the American people. They are the donors. You know, they are very good people. They go to clinics and hospitals, and as donors, you know, they give their blood. And with the blood, which is sold into markets, you know, into hospitals, you from Adra, you go, you know, the ADRA, the Adventist Development and Relief Agency, you go and you sell the blood, uh, with the proceeds of the blood that is sold in blood banks, you get the money, you go and you buy food and you bring it to us. And then she says, because of the food of your people, we live. Salvation comes from the Lord. From the bottom of the sea, there is salvation. And then the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. We understand that Jonah obeys. And when Jonah obeys, the Ninevites believe God and you know I have seen a lot of chiastic or chiastic structures on the book of Jonah it's quite interesting I kind of created my own and this is you know all of them obey Jonah disobeys everyone obeys and then Jonah is into the deep into the pit of the sea and he prays to his God. Of course, there is no gadgets there. He could not send a message. You know, there is no, you know, good satellite connections there. He prays. It's amazing that Jonah prays and salvation comes from the Lord. At the same time that this is happening, you know, we are there working and with refugees, my wife becomes very sick, deadly sick. She is airlifted from that place in Central Asia to London. This is another major miracle story. She's diagnosed with uh, Meniere's disease, which is an inflammation of the liquid of the inner ear, and she loses her balance. You know, sometimes she would take three, four hours to go back to a normal, what you think is a vertical balance. Salvation comes from the Lord. And we continue. We are in Loma Linda, she's doing nursing, and she is invited to work in that big, great hospital of Loma Linda. I'm doing my PhD, continue my doctoral transfer from here to Andrews, uh, to, to Fuller Theological Seminary. And here comes another call. 
No, no, Wagner, I'm doing my dream of my life, my wife says. Her name is Giselle, or Giselle. She's working in the ICU of the kidney, liver, pancreas transplant in Loma Linda University. This is my job, you know. The School of Nursing wants me to continue my study. But this is a call that we have. Let's go. No, no, I don't want to go. And then we go to a church, you know, Azure Hills Church. It used to be uh, Morris Vending, the pastor there, but I think at this time was John Brent, uh, used to be a theologian professor in one of our schools. And in the middle of the way, my wife said, no, 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 let's not go there. Let's go to Campbell's Hill Church. And who is in Campbell's Hill Church? No other than Dr. Hyvett Williams. And then we sit there and we listen, and, and Hyvett preached a most powerful sermon on the call to Abraham. My wife was crying, and she was, no, no, I can't, it can't be true, and all of that. So meanwhile, during that whole week, we prayed, and we are agonizing over this call to go back to the mission field, to another place in Central Asia, in Azerbaijan, capital is Baku. And next Sabbath, we go to Azure Hills again. And in the middle, and she says, I don't want to go to Hyvet, you know, she will preach again. <laughs> and in the middle of the way, she says, I changed my mind, let's go to Campus Hill because she will not preach the same sermon again. <laughs> and we go there. And she preached a continuation series <laughs> on the call to Sarah alongside with Abraham, and we go. And she, after the sermon, she is melting down. I'm, I'm telling you, literally melting down, crying, sobbing. And she goes like this, tie me up. I'm going. It's God calling me. So we go. The Ninevites believed when Jonah obeys. There is a major transformation. This is the, you know, as Jonah obeys, the Ninevites believe is the middle of this chiastic, chiastic structure of a missiologist or a missionary. You can check if this is correct, maybe not. But God is good. God is good. The king obeys. The nobles obey. Who else? We think only this. The animals, herds, and flocks obey. A plant obeys. A worm obeys. <laughs> and the sun and the wind obey God. Everyone obeys. There is this first structure, everything is in the sea. So maybe the sea is not a good place. All of the things, all of these disasters happen in the sea. The second part happens in the land. We are on land, but also God wants to move us to the storm. And this is where some hard places, some hard things happen. Many acts of obedience, of faith, many, many, many of them. The wind, the storm, 
the captain, the sailors, the huge fish, the sea, Jonah, the people, the Ninevites, the king, the nobles, animals and herds and flocks, the plant, the worm, the sun, all obeyed, all believed in God. And all lived. All of them lived. The Ninevites lived. How did Jonah respond? How would you respond? He is the only one who doesn't want to obey. His disobedience leads him downward and he gets angry again and wants to die. This is Jonah. Then he receives this call again, as we have seen. And how did he respond? He obeys. The Ninevites believe. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had planned. The message was not in vain. The cry that rang through the streets of the godless city was passed from the leap from leap to leap until all the inhabitants had heard the startling announcement. The Spirit of God pressed the message home to every heart and caused multitudes to tremble because of their sins and to repent in deep humiliation. How did Jonah respond? How would you respond? But Jonah, to this, you know, to him, it seemed very wrong that God would save the city. And he wanted to die and said, it would be better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, it is right for you to be angry about the plant, is it? He said, I am so angry, I wish I were dead. How can we place this story inside our own lives? You know, we don't have more time like the Africans or Asians. They tell us, the Westerners, hey, you have watches and clocks. We have time. So enjoy one or two, one or two more minutes. We were called to Andrews. And my wife said, no, I don't want to go ever back to Andrews. I lost my first baby at Andrews when we were students. An advanced pregnancy. We lost our first baby. No, I'm not going to go to Andrews this time to work here in the seminary in 2004. But we went. We came. A year later, my, my daughter is fighting a very aggressive cancer, University of Michigan. Twice she had multiple organ failure. And in the middle of that, we can exclaim, salvation comes from the Lord. Amen. Salvation comes from the Lord. Do not doubt the call of God. Will you say, I will not go? How will you respond? He wants to die. He is depressed. Sometimes we all, many of us, feel depressed. 
extremely depressed. I'm talking about clinical depression. We want to die. In the story of Jonah, Ellen G. White says, once more he yielded to his inclination to question and doubt, and once more he was overwhelmed with discouragement, losing sight of the interests of others, and feeling as if he would rather die than leave to see the city spared. In his dissatisfaction, he exclaimed, exclaimed, Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to leave. What a despair. How would you respond? Salvation comes from the Lord. A few years back, following God's call, you know, my wife is a professor in the nursing department, and she is doing her doctoral degree, and she wants to do her best. And she loves teaching. This is her call. She is in the hospital taking the nursing students in Mishawaka, and she goes to grab a sandwich. She doesn't see it's a beautiful, bright day, 14th of January, 2014. She didn't see a little water on the floor that had frozen overnight. It's very cold at that day. And she walks, you know, kind of normal, fast, determined, and she sleeps. And she has a free fall on her brain, on her back, on her head. Major internal bleeding. She almost dies. How would you respond? She could never work. It's about seven or eight years that she's not working. How would you respond? God has brought us to the seminary. Many times in my journey, I have asked, God, help me to continue to state that you are good you are love. You are a God that brings salvation to us. How would you respond? Do you want others to leave? And should God not show mercy for the great cities of the world? How will you respond? Will you believe and obey? Will you go? You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my Father, in the name of my Father, he will give you. May God bless you. May you respond, I will go. May you bear fruit for his kingdom. Let's stand for a prayer. Heavenly Father. I want to dedicate my life to you, O oh Lord. I want to dedicate the life of everyone who is here today, of everyone who is listening. Please, Lord, take us. Help us to respond to you. I will go. Help us to arise and go. Help us, Lord, to believe. Help us to obey. O oh Lord, take our lives. Even if it is a small, in a small way, help us to be part of your mission. Because we have decided to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen.